Abandon all prejudices, all ye who enter here. Park your paradigms, perk up your ears, and open your mind as we now shine the laser light of reason on the topic of Doctors Bregan and Malone. What's really going on? Hello, I'm David Bolton, and welcome to my podcast channel dedicated to helping people think more clearly, make sounder judgments, avoid superficiality, and above all, to unceasingly question instead of naively accepting what others want us to believe, for this is the path of Socrates. My friend Michelangelo, are you there? I am indeed, David. Greetings from Manhattan, where it's uh, a chilly morning, if you can oh, believe well, that. Oh, well, I thank you. I'm, I'm glad to see yeah. you're still alive after last week. Uh, I yeah. didn't put that one up yet either, that episode, but people will hear that one first, and you just kind of cut off there. I thought, what happened? Oh, yeah, no, that was, well, that was another Mercury retrograde glitch. I lost power uh, to my laptop. And, I figured uh, as much, yeah. yeah <laughs> I figured yeah, as yeah. much, something like that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway... Uh, I, I, I knew you were alive and willing because we communicated, but yeah, just thought I threw that yeah. in there. Sure. So today we're going to talk about Doctors Bregan and Malone. Now, I, many people haven't heard of these two. How, how could they not have? I, I, I mean, I must admit I, I didn't know anything about Bregan, but Dr. Malone's been everywhere since uh, about a year into the COVID pandemic. You know, he's uh, acquired a great reputation as a champion of um, individual liberty and, you know, of, of reforming uh, scientific institutions. And uh, I mean, he's on all these committees and traveling to all these conferences. And uh, so, I mean, if you're someone who's paying attention to these things, he would be someone you would probably be very much aware of. Uh, Dr. Bregan, yeah. his, his uh, advocacy, you know, based on the, the research that I've done is of an earlier era. And of course, I wouldn't have been paying attention back then to these types of things. But but clearly, as you've suggested, he does have a very exalted reputation as a, you know, a champion of the human condition and uh, battling against these, uh, you know, nefarious agencies, for want of a better term. You know? Yes, I mean, it looked like they were both good guys and everything. But then that something happened. And I'm still not sure exactly what it was. Yeah. I, I know it has to do with that, what's his name, Matthias Desmet? Matthias, Matthias Desmet, yeah. And he's uh, a psychologist, especially mass psychology. Well, really, he, he, he talks about the theories of Gustave Le Bon. Right. Like when he first started talking about it, I thought, hey, this sounds like Le Bon because I know the work of Le Bon. And he mentions him as well, gives him credit, I guess maybe expands on his ideas or something. But about yeah. mass psychology and, and how people react in groups and such things. And yeah. he's been talking about a mass formation psychosis right? in this context of uh, COVID and people acting like they're crazy and doing things they normally wouldn't do and uh, all the things that we've been seeing for the last three years. And he calls it mass formation psychosis. Now, from yeah. what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, because you might have read more about this, Dr. Yeah. Malone jumped on that bandwagon and said, yes, this is mass formation psychosis. Whereas Peter Bregan... Uh, let me say something about him. Uh, yeah, he's a ahead. psychiatrist. He was born 1936. So he's 86 years old, the guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Or but let's see. Yeah, he'll be 87 in a few days, right? May 11th yeah. is his birthday, mm -hmm. I see here. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he criticized things like shock treatment. Back in the 50s, he was criticizing things like uh, right. lobotomies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I, read, I read all that, yeah. And yeah. Uh, all these drugs that psychiatrists give people. 
And yeah. uh, so he's been really a hero of humanity all his professional life. Yeah. And he recently wrote a book together with his wife, The Global Predators, We Are the Prey, talking about this COVID pandemic, how it was all planned and how the vaccines are meant to enter and kill people. I mean, he uses the G word genocide, and that's what it is. And he you know, doesn't hold back with that. Yeah. Now, why would the two then have an argument? Well, did you read Dr. Malone's? He put some kind of official document there talking about this lawsuit in part, really, in part legal language. But he said yes, because Dr. Bregan has said things that have harmed his reputation. And uh, he compared him to Hitler once. He doesn't say exactly... (laughs) He well, doesn't I say exactly why. Oh, you didn't yeah. see that old ad where that no, month no, or two no. ago. He said, yes, yeah. he's insulted me, compared him to Hitler, and he's not reasonable and this and that. And uh, so he's going to sue him for $25 million. Yeah, now let's I have a little pause that. here. $25 million is a lot of money, even for Dr. Bregan, who I'm sure has more money in the bank than, than you or I do, because yeah. he's famous. However, Peter Bregan is 86 years old. His wife isn't as old, but she's old too. And he said, 25 million, that would ruin them both. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, if somebody compares me to Hitler, I might be mad. But if it's some 86 year old, am I, I going to try to ruin his life? No, I'm not. What the hell is this about? Now, I know yeah, they I had know. a difference of opinion on the mass formation psychosis. Peter Bregan says, no, it's not psychosis. Uh huh. And I see that as the crucial point yeah. and the crucial difference. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think Desmet uses the term mass formation psychosis. Like he just talks about mass Doesn't formation. I, 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 oh, I've watched call, him. I thought he did. Well, he, I, calls I, I, it mass, he calls it mass formation, but I don't know if he brings in the word psychosis. That may have been a, a coinage by Dr. Malone. You know, oh, uh, really? Taking, that makes it more interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd have to double check, but I mean, I did watch him and he – I think his book is about mass formation and obviously, you know, what it does to people's thinking, you know, yes. group think. And as you, as you pointed out correctly, I think it does harken back at least to some extent to Gustave Le Bon, you know, yeah. um, yeah. I know to a large extent, I, I, I don't know if you've yeah. read any of his books. They're absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I mean, yeah. just absolutely no, I, brilliant. I must confess I have not, but I've, I've seen presentations talking about his theories. Archive.org and get them all in the original French or in English. I think I have one in German even. They're available. It's oh, a really well-known, uh, well-known books yeah. and uh, absolutely fantastic what he recognized. He's been criticized, though, Gustave Le Bon, because yeah. back writing in the 20s, he would say, for example, with uh, uh, mass groups or what, like, yeah. uh, what, what do you call them? Uh, well, either riots or demonstrations, things like that. He yeah. said there's a big yeah. difference whether, for example, Irish people or Italian people or blacks or Chinese. Uh-huh. He said each uh, group tends to react differently. He said, for example, with blacks, you're going to have a lot more violence. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can't say he's wrong there. Would you consider you know, what, what anybody knows who's say, lived in America and seen things happening in the cities? Yeah, uh, and when you know, I'm not saying that all blacks are, are violent. Of course not. Most are good, decent people, but you do have that tendency going much more towards violence than in a lot of other cultures. But even in Europe, if you take a Swedish demonstration or an Italian demonstration, Italians are more, say, expressive. <laughs> you know? Yeah, sure. And sure. it's normal because some peoples are more emotional, and some are more controlled in that respect. 
Yeah, it's it's been interesting to see how the individual countries have have protested in the last couple of years. I mean, the Dutch, for example, have been really very, very demonstrative in their their displeasure with not only with their government but with the, the trappings of the you know the uh, what we call it the um, biosecurity state. You know, burning down various clinics and I mean, you know. Oh yeah, I've been thought? following that in yeah. Holland. Ooh. You say yeah, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. That's yeah, who would have thought the, the Dutch would be so yeah, the Dutch, really? vociferous? Yeah, you know, but of course, if you know anything about the history of Holland, you know that basically that little country went out and conquered half the world, you know, same as with Spain, not conquered, but laid until, claim to half the world. England put them in their place. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know, to speak, as a little country yeah. that shouldn't be that that uppity. <laughs> well, they have a very powerful mercantile tradition, just like, like the UK. You know? Well, a great uh, tradition of freedom. That even yeah, back that you know, in the 17th century, there was such a free country compared to others. I mean, not totally, but yeah. but so much more. There's so much more freedom. Often in France in the 18th century, books that couldn't be published in France, they'd have them published in Amsterdam. There's yeah. a lot more freedom of, of thinking. Yeah, there's an interesting book that I read a number of years ago called An Island at the Center of the World. It's about Manhattan. And in it, the author, Russell Shorto, advances the argument that much of the traditions of freedom here in the United States came from the the... the the Dutch colonial presence here. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. surprise me at all. Yeah. Uh, if you look at France, all the demonstrations, the French are pretty. Oh yeah, no, they're they're they're, they're, they're out in this they're out in the streets en masse again. They're I, mad, I and I'm so I, glad to see it. Yeah. I yeah, wasn't glad to see it back in 1789 with the Bastille. No, I was no. there in a past life, by the way. I wasn't I'm so sure glad to were. see that. Yeah. I'm not a friend of the French Revolution, but now yeah. that they get this revolutionary spirit working for the good, oh, I'm I'm just delighted. Serious yeah. things. Yeah. And my wife noticed something interesting there. She said that now some people are actually talking again about that attack on Notre Dame. In, oh yeah. In 2019, <clears throat> I think it was yeah. April 2019. And yeah. what really happened there? Well, I said from the beginning, this is there, this is not just an accident. Yeah, no, they firebombed it probably. Yeah. yeah, well, I said because the the authorities there were saying, oh, it, it, it's not terrorist act. It's just an accident, even though they they didn't even investigate it yet because the fire was still burning. Well, how could they know that? And even though in the year previous to that, a thousand churches had been attacked in some way or another. Yeah. So in other words, <clears throat> almost certainly it was some kind of attack. Now, who did it? I don't think it was just a few Muslims there. No. I wouldn't blame – I think – in retrospect, considering what's happened in the next few years, I think this was a trial run to see how people would react if the biggest church in France, I mean, the most important church in France were attacked. Yeah. Are yeah. the people going to revolt? Because, you know, yeah. the same leaders that planned that would have been planning other things. They knew COVID was on the horizon. Yeah. Uh, and the truth is the people were amazingly passive, like, oh, tragic accident. Yeah. Uh, but I suspected foul play there when they say, Oh, nothing to see here. It was just an accident. Before they even get in the church to investigate, you know something's fishy then. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, there's so many fishy things been happening. Uh, to get back but, to, to Prague and Malone here, another yeah. fishy thing. Uh, I don't know why Dr. Bregan compared him to Hitler. And in Dr. <laughs> Bregan's, the writing sometimes, well, I'm on a list of his, and he sends out things that, you know, this would ruin him, but he has to you know, get lawyers and... Yeah. I think it was asking for donations even because it's going to be yeah. a really expensive thing. I think so, yeah. Uh, but he didn't say exactly what happened either. So I don't know. I do know, though, this one point about the mass formation psychosis. You could be right. could be that, that 
uh, that Malone added the word psychosis. Yeah. So in that in that sense, he would be treading on Bregan's ground by by bringing in you know DSM for want of a better term. You know. Yeah. Well, that's the first thing because you know Bregan is a psychiatrist. He knows psychiatry much better than than Malone would. Yeah. Just as Malone would know mRNA technology much better than Bregan would. Yeah, sure. Although both are scientists and doctors, so they would have a good idea what the other's talking about. Yeah. But why would that turn into a fight that Bregan yeah, says, that... no, it's not psychosis. The other said, yes, it is. And the other then decides to sue the one for $25 million. There's something off there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did go to, to Bregan's website and do a bit of reading this morning. And uh, apparently Dr. Malone has attacked other uh, stalwarts of the, for, again, for want of a better term, the freedom movement, the anti-COVID movement, people like Dr. Peter McCullough. And, oh, he uh, has. Yeah, that's what the Bregans say on their their website. Yeah, that he's has oh. issue with him. Uh, again, I haven't I haven't seen anything to that effect. I've certainly read a lot of Dr. Malone's writings, and you know, a lot of people have said, "Oh, he probably made billions of dollars from his career working with you know the CIA or whatever he was doing." And and yeah. he is he has personally said that he and his wife Jill don't have a lot of money. You know that they they have their horse farm down in wherever they are. Uh, Maryland or something. So you need twenty five million to buy some hay for the horse. That's right. That's what see. So it's it's just it's just financing for the for the farm. He doesn't have a lot of money. He was involved in making mRNA vaccines, everything. He's been, you know, with the farm. Back when he was a a teenager practically. I mean it's many years ago. How could he not have a lot of money? Well, I don't know. I mean, I it's it's what he said that they and and because when this all happened and he spoke out on that podcast with steve kirsch on the dark horse uh, brett weinstein's dark horse podcast uh was it five easy steps to save the world or three easy steps that's the first time i saw either one of them and um he's taken a lot of heat for that you know uh from whoever what did he say know. there i didn't watch that i didn't oh well it was basically i think it was the first time anybody really th- three two scientists you know brett weinstein and 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 Robert Malone, and then Steve Kirsch, of course, who isn't a scientist, but who was, you know, a wealthy uh, entrepreneur. Right. But but at the time, both Dr. Malone and Steve Kirsch said that they had had the vaccines themselves. Uh, again, that's not the word I would normally use, the bioweapons themselves. Yeah. And uh, that, you know, Robert Malone said that he had gotten quite sick, or at least, you know, suffered yeah. certain adverse events. And Steve Kirsch said it wasn't so much that for him, but he saw in the communities around him, I think it was his cleaning guy or somebody that came into his house and he said he was wearing a mask or something. He said, why are you wearing a mask? He said, oh, everybody in my family is sick from these injections. So that started Steve Kirsch off on on a real crusade, you know. Yeah. Uh, but since Robert Malone came out and spoke about that and they talked, you know, at that point about a, a, a clear safety signal and, and, you know, that's... Two years ago, at least. I yeah. mean, the, 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 the testimony to that effect is, I think, almost overwhelming, and it's just being shoved under the carpet. But they talked about a safety signal, and uh, they they expressed their concern, both of them, about the fact that these injections were, were being permitted to go ahead. And, um, you know, uh, when he started to speak out like this, then they rewrote his entry in wikipedia i don't know if you know that but basically discrediting him with any connection with mrna technology again i don't think he would want to be associated with what they're doing with it now um and he's suffered a certain amount of censure from 
the groups that would would do that you know and and again when you when you read he, he puts up you know uh, a newsletter on substack probably every few days he he posts a bunch of memes on friday and sunday you know funny memes about it so he's really proliferating a tremendous amount of information about the counter narrative and it's hard to sort of credit that he would go after Bregan in this way but clearly it's, it's a matter of record so you know what's your, what's your thinking on it well i mean 86 year old Bregan, who is a hero of humanity right because of all the things he's done for decades right yeah of working yeah. against his own industry giving so many drugs to mental patients and some going crazy because of it and fighting lobotomies and all these different things electroshock yeah. and all of that he's a hero yeah. of humanity if some hero of humanity I don't know, compares me to Hitler. Yeah, I might be irked, you know, I might be blue, angry, but I'm not yeah. gonna try and ruin the guy's life. Somehow this yeah. is some this is off. There's something yeah. fishy here. Yeah. And I'll tell you what I think it is. Call it yeah. intuition or just putting pieces together. Yeah. Now, the deep state is clever. I think we can agree to that. Although in the last few years, it seems like to become all really stupid. But nonetheless, yeah. the pharmaceutical industry, they're really clever. Yeah. Now, about Dr. Malone, something yeah. seems off here. He's a great expert in mRNA technology. Yeah. And he has access, you know, he is contact working with pharmaceutical industry. He didn't know that even in animal experiments, this wasn't working. He didn't know. Well, that. I mean, I don't think he was actively involved with with them at that time. I mean, I'd have to go back and look. I mean, I think he'd moved on to other things, so he might not have been so entirely he wasn't interested privy. anymore in something that he had helped develop. Well, and besides, I, that, he said he that, got that the I vaccine. Uh, didn't he? Didn't he listen to Doctor Michael Yeadon, who had worked was for he, Pfizer? Was he was Yeadon already? Uh, well, um, Yeadon first came out doing his. Thing? I read his article in February twenty one. But a few, okay. it was a few months before that that he recognized as basically a genocidal plan. Yeah. And well, I yeah. read the article, maybe he wrote it in January 21. This is over two years ago. And he yeah. said well, all the signs are. Well, first of all, he said scientists of all over the world and politicians are lying to the public. Yeah. I remember seeing a video of his in 2021. He said yeah. – and when he first saw this, he thought, oh, First, they thought maybe there was a mistake and maybe they don't know what they're saying, but there were scientists and people like Fauci and many Stephen, uh, Francis Collins and well, many others all over the world. Oh. He said they're right. lying in lockstep, politicians yeah. and scientists. They're telling things that obviously aren't true. He said, I can prove they're not true. So why yeah. are they doing this? He said, they can't all be so ignorant. He said, this yeah. is obviously a plan to harm and it's a genocidal plan. He said, I hate to come to that conclusion. He wrote that in his article and he said it in the video. He said, I hate to say this, it sounds crazy, but there's no other explanation for all of this lying, for censoring of anybody with a different opinion, even though the other person with a different opinion might have proof, right? Like he yeah. would have evidence. He said, I will debate any of these people, but none of them accepted. And he said the only conclusion he had come to, and this was, like I said, beginning of 2021, it's a genocidal plan. Right. How did that get by uh, Dr. Malone? He didn't know that. I mean, here's another scientist that had been the vice president of Pfizer, who had been the chief research officer, a scientist of, of Pfizer. And he's coming yeah. out saying these things, and Malone didn't hear about that? Well, they may have had the injections before Eden started his crusade. That I can't tell you. I think they both got vaccinated pretty early. Um, well, so has Dr. It, Malone ever used the G word? 
That I can't genocide. tell you. I, I, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think he him. has either. And that gives yeah. me my theory. Yeah, go ahead. I'm like a little Columbo, you know. <laughs> I've, I've heard that about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, see, that's why you've never met my wife. <laughs> I just say I have a wife, and I might say, "Hey, honey, da, da. it's like Colombo. You never see." Yeah, Colombo. No, you never meet. You never meet Mrs. Colombo. Sometimes in acting jobs, I don't know. I say, "You're Mrs. Colombo." They say, "What?" I say, "Well, you don't know she really exists, just because I called her now." You know, it could be. <laughs> just, but anyway, but yeah. my theory is this: combine yeah. that with the the mass formation psychosis. Let's think this through. Yeah, psychosis is an illness. Yep. Okay. Bregan yeah. insists this is not psychosis. Okay, what's the difference down the road when more and more is discovered and when the trials for cr crimes against humanity, these vaccines, start? Right. Well, if it's not if it's psychosis, they right. can say, "Hey, we were just caught up in the psychosis. So when when do they ever execute a crazy person?" You yeah. can't. Yeah. You can't. However, if they knew what they were doing, if it wasn't a psychosis, first of all, not only could you, in extreme case, execute them, but no. you could also sue them for everything the companies are worth, and then some. Yeah. Because, as you know, because of these, this, they think they signed Reagan signed it. They, they tricked him into signing it. I guess I don't know. Back in '86, I think it was that the pharma industry for vaccines aren't responsible for damages if you know, like mistakes yeah. happen. They're going to try their yeah, the, best, of course, yeah. but they can't be sued if you know you you drop dead of the vaccine. Yeah, the prep the prep act uh, basically. Um, What's the word? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I can't free remember. freeze them from all liability. Yeah, basically. they have no, no liability. Yeah, yeah. So, but to, but I'm sure I've heard I've heard Dr. Malone talk about the fact. Yeah. I think it was him that if a conspiracy can be proved, then they lose all their immunity. So I think he has mentioned that. But yes, arguably, true, as yeah. you as yeah. you said, if if it's you know uh, brought down to the level of you know uh, psychological derangement, then you know it might be a tougher sell. You know, they say, oh, they were all just insane. Well, they that's what a lot would say. And above all, yeah. you know, all the people that work at those companies and all the, oh, well, I did, I was just taking orders, following yeah, orders, yeah. like well, the Nazis said. Well, we've just heard that before. Orders. Yeah, we have heard that before. Yeah. Uh, personally, what I think, and then we consider, I didn't know he's talking against McCullough and some of the others, but I know with Bregan, he obviously wants to ruin Bregan. Well, imagine yeah. if this is a, not Dr. Malone, but Dr. Molone. He's a mole. Of the pharma industry. And you might say, well, why would he talk against vaccines? Well, it could be by the time he started to talk, the industry thought, well, we need need to hedge our bets. If yeah. it comes out, because even in the beginning, there are a lot of voice against this. If it comes out more and more, we're going to have our person that's going to gain his entrance into the, say, freedom community. Yeah. And he's going to gain his entrance by criticizing vaccines. Big deal if one more is criticizing them. Yeah. But then he's going to push the narrative that, yes, mistakes did happen. Oh, it wasn't a planned genocide. Oh, no, no. Mistakes happened. Yeah. And he's going to talk about mass formation psychosis. Yeah. So the ones at the top, well, they made terrible mistakes. They meant well. And then they can say, but that it was Trump's fault. He wanted to push to get him out quickly. And Dr. Fauci can say, well, I, I said we should test them more because Fauci did say that. But Trump yeah. wanted to get him out as quickly as possible. They put the blame on Trump. And they're innocent. And all the people, all their useful, uh, useful idiots that were giving the the, vac the vaccines, oh, mass formation psychosis. We didn't know what we were doing. Yeah.
But on the other yeah, hand, sure. if it yeah. wasn't mass formation psychosis, and if there was a genocide happening, which obvious for me, obvious it was, then what's going to happen to him? Oh, then it looks really bad. And I think Dr. Malone is there just to try to control the situation. To there was another doctor, Tom Cohen. He's not nearly as famous as some, my sister-in-law sent. Oh, and sent Thomas Cohen, video. yeah, Thomas Cohen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh God, with that one, he talks against the vaccines too. Yeah, but then he goes on to say, <laughs> "This is a real shocker." He goes to say. Yeah, so don't don't get the vaccines because they'll, they'll harm you. They're not necessary anyway. You know, herd immunity, all that. But yeah, then yeah. then he said, on the other hand, there's some that are pushing like for this hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, vitamin D. These things won't help you at all. Don't waste your money. And I thought, what? Oh, I haven't read that. Okay. Oh, I heard him say it in a video. Okay. This is obviously a plant of the industry, pharma industry. And what what he does is he gains entrance into sites like Rumble. Well. Patriot community, freedom community, yeah. by criticizing vaccines. We're like, oh, he's one of the good guys against vaccines. Yeah. But then they hear him say, oh, but ivermectin, that doesn't work. You know, don't waste your money. That's nonsense. Hydroxychloroquine, I forget that. Uh, vitamin D3, vitamin C, that's not going to help you at all. Why? Well, think a little further here. Now, we know that ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, that's been used in Africa for years, even sure. before COVID. for Nobel uh, Prize like, winning uh, people yes, with ivermectin. Cures, yeah, a series of diseases. Suppose it turns out that would cure the seasonal flu, uh, oh, which COVID is a variant of the seasonal flu. I think that's pretty plain by now. It should be to people. Oh, won't sure. Get into why. Course, yeah. If that happens, <clears throat> then the industry loses these billions they make every year giving seasonal flu shots. Yeah. What happens if people take more and more vitamin D3 and vitamin C and occasionally ivermectin? What happens if a whole lot of sicknesses disappear? Oh, that wouldn't be good. They would lose billions and billions of dollars. So they send somebody like this Tom Cohen, who is a total rat, I believe. He gains uh -huh. entrance by talking against COVID vaccines. But then he throws in, oh, don't bother with ivermectin. Now that stuff and vitamin D3, vitamin C, that's not going to help you. I mean, really? This is so despicable. For, in his case, it's obvious what he's doing. I don't know how much money they paid him, but it is so obvious. He can't be yeah. that ignorant. He doesn't yeah. cite anything. He doesn't cite any studies. He doesn't, doesn't talk about any doctors that are talking about these things. He doesn't ask them to debate it with him. Oh, no. He just puts out, oh, that's not going to help. You don't waste your money on that stuff. How despicable is that? Yeah. Especially since I know people like my, my brother and his wife. Hi, Stephen yeah. Marcy, if you're listening to this. <laughs> I have to throw that in there. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they had uh, COVID. They didn't get the shots. Yeah. They got COVID. It was really getting bad. But fortunately, had a doctor give them hydroxychloroquine. The next day, they felt significantly better. And the day after that, they were totally better. Ah, interesting. Well, there's a lot of evidence that suggests that whatever it is, the mysterious illness that was making people sick, that it does seem... <clears throat> To respond, you know, to uh, the same kinds of things as malaria, you know, that it's a, it's about, uh, you know, uh, antiviral antivirals. Is that what I'm thinking? No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm thinking, but yeah. but that the this is why the ivermectin is as effective as it is. Well, malaria is a parasite. <clears throat> the, yeah, par parasitic infection. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. But a lot of sicknesses might have that at their root. Maybe well, some yeah, some people that, yeah. have suggested cancer is is yes, I know, yeah, caused I don't know by a micro infestation yeah. of parasites. There's oh. a very famous instance of a man who supposedly has prolonged his life by taking uh, something akin to ivermectin, uh, as well as a number of supplements. You know, so yeah. so yeah, I mean, I think your point is well taken. If 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 you start putting these huge industries out of business, let, let's let's imagine for a moment that 
you know, something happens to put the cancer industry out of business. I mean, we're living here. We're living here on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Practically every block around us is Sloan Kettering, right? Which is the biggest can one of the biggest cancer treatment facilities there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of money that could be lost for sure. Well, the crimes in that industry, I I wrote about in the book I wrote a few years ago. Oh, you did? That uh, oh, you don't know about that? I don't, I don't. Uh, well, I've, I've I've seen your books on on your website, but I oh, you, you didn't know. notice that one. It's uh, oh. a rational approach to cancer treatment. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I think I remember now. Yeah. And, you know, because I discovered this large scale study involving like 150,000 patients in Australia and America. It was done by seven hospitals working together. Right. It took years to do. And they discovered yeah. that most types of, of uh, like, like chemotherapy, because it was specifically about that, it, yeah. it serves no purpose whatsoever. Huh, it destroys for, your immune system. For I mean, nine types of t- common types of cancer, it does nothing to increase five-year survival rates, nothing whatsoever. And yet it's routinely recommended for those nine types of cancer. Sure. And you won't find any mention of this study that's with systematic review. Do you know what systematic review is? Uh, I know what peer review is. I'm not sure what systematic review is. A systematic review is a technique they developed, I think, 1983. Really reliable. What they do is they don't do a study. They study all the studies that exist, every Uh one they can find. And it's yeah. considered very reliable. It's, it was a systematic review. It took, I think, five years or seven years to do. And the conclusion was there's some types of cancer like testicular cancer. Uh, and chemotherapy can contribute 40% to five-year survival rates. But others like stomach cancer, there's 1.5%. You know, like really low numbers. And, of course, with chemotherapy, since it's a poison, if it doesn't help you, it hurts you. And it right. weakens your <laughs> immune system further. Yeah. Yep. And the crimes that are being committed are just tremendous. And this is before COVID. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I give this book away for free well, in PDF form, because people really should know what's going on. It's right. absolutely horrendous. I learned all these things because my, my mother had cancer and then somebody else I knew got it. And I just kept researching that I came across these things. And, oh, my God. I just, but now with the COVID epoch, we see to what level that's been taken for whatever reasons are behind it, but they want to depopulate the world uh, very plainly. And uh, with this fight with Reagan and Malone, I think that's uh, symptomatic in a way. And I think Mm -hmm. Malone is a mole. I really do. I cannot understand why he wouldn't want to ruin these two old people. I don't care if they said he's Hitler's son. You know, what you do (laughs) then is I would say, Look, they're getting a little irrational. I will have a talk with them. We can debate publicly. We can do a video where we have a talk, where we talk about the different points. That's what I would do. Right. And then, then people will be informed what's really going on. But this 25 million, that's, that's a lot of money. Hey, look, anybody in the world can call me any names they want if I can get, then get $25 million from them. I don't care what they call me. <laughs> they, yeah. they say, you're worse than Hitler and Mao Zedong and Stalin combined. I say, oh, great. Give me, give me 25 million bucks. Yeah. <laughs> when I sue you and keep insulting me, I don't care. There's something yeah. off here. Yeah. I mean, I know suing people is a, a national sickness in America. At least they'll think, oh, we're going we're gonna to sue you. I think it's so silly. And it, it should, really shouldn't be allowed to that extent. Well, I think he has asked for, a, uh, again, I, uh, I think he's asked for an apology from the Bregans. Uh, but I, I don't know if, uh, you know, again, it may just be a question of, of trying to intimidate them into 
you know, recanting what they what they said about him, if anything, uh, it's a bit heavy handed yeah. to say the but least. But I still don't know but, exactly. What, you know what I mean? I read his uh, statement about it, but yeah. he didn't say the way he he makes it look like oh, they're just in a way, you know, they just uh, went over the top and yeah. called called him said it's like Hitler and all these. But he doesn't say in what context. Yeah. And from the Bregans, the things I've read, they also don't say exactly how everything went. So I I don't know really. Yeah, I do know though that two people, old people, a hero of humanity for twenty-five million dollars is pretty low. And I also yeah. know that if it's mass formation psychosis, a lot of people have their excuse. Yeah, and if the those at the top are just making a mistake, oh, they don't have to pay anything, and they're not going to be executed either. And see, Bregan doesn't think like that. He says they should all be held accountable. All these people. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the ones that knew what's going on, they were manufacturing these things. This has to be investigated, and they have to be brought to justice. And that's yeah. one of his main points. But Malone doesn't talk like that. Yeah. He kind of no. avoids that. He doesn't use the G word either that I heard, genocide. Yeah. No, and I that's suspicious to me. Is he yeah. dumb, or is a reason why he doesn't want to use that G word? Because his yeah. master's told him not even to think of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you, you could be right. And maybe said, he was I, in one. Who knows? He's one of the developers of mRNA for use of vaccines. Yeah. He might have been one yeah. of those who was in on it. I, I don't know. Yeah. Do you have any in instinctive feelings about Malone or Brig? And you've seen pictures of him or seen him in videos or whatever. Well, I mean, I've, I've, as, I, uh, as I said, I saw Malone on that first podcast with Steve Kirsch and, and Brett Weinstein, and he struck me at the time as a principled scientist who was really concerned about what was going on. Yes. Now, admittedly, this situation with the Bregans has developed much later. And um, and I've read a lot of his Substack reports, you know, and of course, I see that he's being regularly invited to all these, you know, anti-COVID events, for want of a better term. Um, yeah. So it's hard to reconcile. You know, as I said, there's a this this whole, whole combative thing is is hard to reconcile with, I think, what most people think about this man. And um, but that doesn't mean you know he himself has talked about you know fifth generation warfare you know and the idea that we nothing is necessarily as we think it appears you know that yes, we can yes. you know a lot of people have said that Tucker Carlson is not you know the white knight that everybody seems to think he is after his departure from Fox you know I mean well. I, so it's, it, it, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's very, it's very difficult. You want to put your faith in these people. You want to, you know, al align yourself with them, but then, you know, a, a story comes along that makes you question whether. Well, the stories are supposed to come along because of course they want, of course, someone take down Tucker Carlson. So they say, well, he's not the white yeah. because of this and because of that yeah, Amy yeah. Goldberg. Um, yeah. I mean, he said uh, he was creating was, an atmosphere like a sexist atmosphere, but she never met Tucker Carlson. Yeah. But she James Corbett him. talked about him a little bit, although, again, I didn't watch the video. I just read the summary um, and said that his <clears throat> father was apparently in intelligence. And, you know, and he, Corbett's big thing was that we should stop paying attention to these people and, you know, do our own research and not not concern ourselves with these personalities. Because you have to assume on some level that somebody's giving them orders somewhere. And I think that's I, I'm again I'm paraphrasing, but I think that's reasonable. You know that. Well, with Tucker Carlson, the mm. idea that he's not working with the alliance is ludicrous. Yeah. Of yeah. course he is, and so of yeah. course there are things that they would tell him. Well, now it's time to reveal this or to say this. I have yeah. no doubt. But of course that, that's that's a good thing. 
Sure. <laughs> That's a good thing. Because yeah. in a propaganda war, the weapons aren't guns, it's propaganda. And, and of course, your soldiers, that is your leading soldiers, are the ones who have millions of followers. Yeah. They're weapons. Tucker Carlson is a weapon. Anderson yeah. Cooper is a weapon. All these people are weapons for one side or the other. Yeah. And that we have to recognize it can't be any other way. Even smaller podcasters, well, Joe Rogan obviously also would be. But even like Stu Peters or whatever. <laughs> look, even we are in a sense, even though nobody recruited us. Yeah. But we're fighting really for the one side, for the side of freedom, for the Constitution, against this mass genocide. So even we're like little soldiers there somewhere on, on the chessboard, pawns on that board. But the yeah. big ones are ones that are no doubt actively recruited because you need those people if you're fighting that war. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just the way it has to be. Now that Tucker Carlson isn't perfect, but you know, I go a lot with my intuitions as well. I get good vibes from Tucker Carlson, I have to say. Yeah, me too. I have to be honest, yeah. And uh, my wife, who's more intuitive being a woman and being who she is than I am, from Tucker Carlson, good vibes. Anderson Cooper, I asked her about, she said, he looks like a snake. And if you look at him, he actually does look like a snake. Yeah. I wouldn't trust this guy. Yeah. I really wouldn't trust this guy. Wolf Blitzer is interesting there because my take, and my wife sees him, well, you know, he's such a leftist and you know, woke because with CNN. I don't get yeah. that from him, though. I think he's worried because I think he has gotten himself into a situation. And I think he's, he knows in part what's going on. And I think he doesn't like it. Sometimes yeah. I pick these things up from people that they – and from him, I don't see him as – Anderson Cooper, I think he could be a real bad guy. I mean, his well, mother's a Vanderbilt and you know, connected the CIA and all that kind of stuff. And I think yeah. he's probably a pawn of the CIA from the very beginning. With both Blitzer, I get other vibes. With Dr. Malone, something's dark about him. I don't know what it is, but with Peter Bregan, he seems, you know, what you see is what you get. With, with Malone, look at his eyes. Now, people could say, that's ridiculous, David, you know, don't. I, I'm just, you can say what I'm saying now isn't worth anything. And okay, granted. Yeah. I'm just telling you what I instinctively kind of pick up about certain people. And yeah. it's not a right-left thing in any case. Like I said, both Blitzer, we worked for CNN. He spouts off more of the, their, their narrative. But I don't get the idea as a really bad guy. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what your take is on that. that it's kind of interesting, though. Uh, of course, if we were real psychics, we'd have all kinds of insights into these That's right. <laughs> people. But we're, yeah. <laughs> but we're not. Yeah. And, We're handicapped. Uh, yeah, so I judge more <laughs> on what's actually happening. But the $25 million suing a hero of humanity for that because he compared you to Hitler, it just seems out of proportion and something. Yeah, it's, so, it's overkill for sure. Uh, but again, maybe it's the maybe it's a cautionary thing for anybody else that would go after him, you know, say. Uh, well, I think that's what it is. Scare everybody. Yeah. Oh, we better not say this because we don't want to get sued. Yeah. yeah. Of course, he, they would do that. Try to scare off everybody else, but the pharma industry is behind this guy. Yeah. And how else? I mean, you know, with the genocide thing, you know that I know that more and more waking up to that, and Michael Yeadon and others were yeah. talking about from the very beginning. Yeah. And all the signs are there. So why would Malone not mention that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I don't know that Peter McCullough has ever said anything of that nature. But, uh, um, that's really interesting. You mentioned him. Yeah. I knew that he knew that. Yeah. 
Don't ask me how. I just knew, but I knew he purposely wasn't saying it, probably because yeah. he couldn't appear on TV then. Yeah, no, I'm to sure warn people about vaccines. However, I saw maybe him it's talk. the same with Malone. You know, well, if he I saw use the I saw him in a talk with other three other people. These weren't big time people though, some kind of yeah, you know, patriot <clears> or whatever. <throat> And there yeah. one talked about it, and McCullough didn't say it wasn't genocide. The way he reacted, I forget exactly how he reacted, it was obvious he knew it. Yeah. He didn't yeah, talk well, about it then, but it was very obvious that he knew it, but he didn't yeah. want to say it. But he doesn't yeah. want to say it, I don't think, to protect the industry. I think because then so many things would be blocked to him, and he wants to get the message out. Yeah, and no, you he's know, had enough trouble as it is. Yes, and this could also be <clears throat> the alliance saying, look, some of you have to talk about the genocide. Others, don't talk about it because then you have more places to talk. In other words, yeah. uh, that's what I would do if I were an alliance yeah. strategist, which I probably should be because I'm pretty clever in that sense. I'd say, okay, that's, we're going to use yeah. this person for that, this person for that, this person. And you talk to people, you don't tell them everything's going on. It's need to know. But they yeah. know more or less, you know, the direction it's going. And then you tell them, Dr. McCullough, don't you mention the genocide word because then you can't be on any mainstream thing. Yeah. But Zev Selenko talk about genocide constantly because that's well, he really was, what he it was, is. and he was dying, so you know, nothing. Yeah, he said he's not afraid if they kill him because he had some kind yeah. of strange form of cancer, not vaccine yeah, yeah. related, because he's no fool. Mm-hmm. He didn't take the vaccine. He's had it for no. years or whatever. And, but maybe uh, Malone is doing the same thing. Maybe he's remaining stum about the G word so that he can be invited to all these. That's true. Things and, and that's and, quite possible. Yeah, that's quite possible. But then, yeah. why the mass formation psychosis and why twenty-five million dollars trying to ruin the Reagans? Well, I mean, I think pieces still don't fit together for me. Yeah. Well, he's trying to get them to back off. You know, I mean, uh, but I don't know. As I said, it does seem overkill. And you could very well be right. Yeah, I, you know, I could be wrong as well. I don't know, but I, yeah, my yeah, instincts sure. tell me sixty percent probability. I'm right here. Yeah, or even yeah, I'll put it at sixty. I don't want to exaggerate, but there's something off in the whole situation. That Bregan's not a bad guy. I think that's pretty plain. <laughs> you know, yeah, with him fighting the pharma industry all his life and writing and this book, you know. Uh, uh, we are the prey. I started reading. I didn't get any. I'm not reading too much these weeks, but I have to get back into that. It's it's an excellent book from what I've heard. Yeah, and, which uh, it's uh, the global predators. We are the prey. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I read about that. I haven't read it yet. And he calls mm-hmm. a spade a spade. I read yeah. part of it, but I didn't get. I didn't even finish Bobby Kennedy's book yet. No, I read I read about Malone's that. book. Uh, I forget what it's called now. Lies my government told me. That was that. Was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is good, and he he has a lot of heavy hitters weigh in uh, in the book, uh, along with his own personal ruminations on the subject. Yeah, yeah. So it is it is a conundrum to say the least. Uh, it is. It's so hard said. to figure out because uh, yeah. uh, we also have situations where uh, some people are bad guys and good guys at the same time. Yeah. And that's some people don't yeah. recognize. We always want to pigeonhole people. He's good. He's bad. But yeah. in fact, you know, sometimes people in large part, maybe Malone in some ways are very good, but in other ways, uh, not so good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like maybe on the one hand, he wants to warn people against vaccines, but he made a deal with industry. Well, if we give you this many millions, don't ever mention genocide and just say yeah. it was a mistake. You know, so that'd be something bad and something good at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's always possible. I still think he's a plant of the the pharma industry. 
All I right, wish yeah, I knew well, a psychic to ask that would just tell me, yep, he is or no, he isn't, so I could put yeah. that to rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we talked earlier, though, about the fact that the psychics don't seem to be saying much. So, uh, Did you see I there's a know. new Bashar video? You know Bashar, right? Daryl, what's his name? Daryl, I forget the guy's uh, name. Uh, Do you know I, the Bashar? name sounds familiar, but I can't I can't place it right uh, now. What's his name? I can't think of his last name. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, he, he channels an alien. <laughs> I know that sounds, oh, okay. I know that sounds right. really weird. But oh, my nice. wife and I listened several days. Oh, boy, it's really deep. Let me tell yeah. you. It's, okay. it's really an impressive phenomenon because, you know, I notice little things. And I'll notice that he will talk. Like somebody will ask him a question. Spontaneously, he answers, goes on and on and on. And there's never any, uh, well, or correcting himself. Never. It just totally flows. That's quite a talent. I don't know anybody that does that. Yeah. And it's strange. Yeah, I, I just Googled Bashar. Uh, Bashar is a non-physical being who speaks through channel Daryl Anka. Daryl Anka, find, that's his name. Yeah. Yeah, and you can find it at Bashar.org. It simple. is really impressive. He put out a new video. I'll never forget the one he put out in December 2019. Yeah. And somebody asked him, uh, what's 2020 going to be like in the next few years, especially 2020? I'll never forget that. I could tell immediately there are things. Well, he's in trance. Daryl Anka's in trance when he does this. Yeah, sure. He goes in trance. There are things he didn't want to say. He looked very concerned. And he said, the best advice I give you, he said, well, a storm is, that's interesting, the storm. Mm -hmm. You know, Q, that's, Trump, the uh -huh. storm is upon us, all that sort of yeah. thing. But there's a, yeah. he said, a storm is coming. What you should do is remain in the eye of the storm. He said, it's, it's going to be all around you. But you know, if you're in the eye of the storm, you will be safe. Remain mm -hmm. self-centered. Uh, meditate. Concentrate on your needs, your family's needs. And but I could tell there was so much he was holding back. I could tell he knew a lot more of what's going to happen. And I was disappointed because I don't want to hear more than that. But as things developed in 2020, 2021, <clears throat> I thought that explains his answer. And it was really very sage advice mm -hmm. because if you look at what's going on in the world. If you get totally involved, you're going to go crazy. Yeah. I mean, we're almost in World War III, and the economy is just about to collapse. And, uh, well, billions of immigrants crossing the border, I mean, one thing after the other. Uh, yeah. You actually go crazy, but if you just remain in your reality, in your little reality, and remain in the eye of the storm, uh, the storm will pass by, and you will be unscathed in most cases, at least. Ah, interesting. That's my feeling there. But he did another video now, and... Uh, I got. I think it's on YouTube. Was it on YouTube? Yeah. yeah. I guess I downloaded it from YouTube. Now I don't know yeah. what he says. If it's something controversial, it'll be it'll disappear. So that's why I downloaded it <laughs> with uh -huh. one of those utilities to download. Uh, but some people, because they have a question and answer session, they yeah. must. You know, I would ask him, "Is it really true that Donald J. Trump is fully the president of the United States and Biden never was?" <laughs> Which he wouldn't yeah. answer. That I'm sure. I mean, yeah. that's what that's what it, I wouldn't even have to ask. I know that's the case, but. Uh, yeah. You got to ask him other things like when are these criminals going to be brought to justice? Yeah. And are there aliens behind this world genocide thing somewhere? If you yeah. go back, like Cliff High says, I don't, yeah. I don't really believe that, but I think it's a possibility. What do you think about that? The alien, just a. Well, I saw very, on Malone, but maybe okay, maybe Malone's an alien. I, you know, yeah. I don't know, but just. I don't know if I. I think I shared this with you. I saw a very interesting podcast with Greg Braden. I don't know if you know. I, yes, a, yeah, and he was talking to a futurist named 
John something or other, I can't yeah. remember his name. And what Braden said, which was very interesting, I thought, and which was uh, you know springboard to the later discussion, was that as a as a person with a background in geophysics or whatever whatever his background is, he he couldn't help but look at the proposed changes uh, that had to do with climate change. And I, I think I said this to you that the carbon levels that are being proposed um, would essentially put planet Earth back to the same level as in the Pleistocene era. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and he said, clearly, what's being proposed has nothing to do with humans, nothing to do with human beings at all. But, you know, uh, because at that at that level of carbon emission, yeah. no human activity can take place. So he said, it's 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 blatantly obvious to me that this is these proposals are for somebody else. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. And then he talked to John, whatever his last name was, and John talked about, you know, alien factions warring for the planet. And he said something or other to the effect that there is this predator race that goes from planet to planet and yeah. it attempts to enlist the aid of, you know, uh, compliant members of the, the dominant species yeah. to affect affect these changes. He also said that they had been defeated here and that they're their minions on earth were basically running around at this point, metaphorically at least, with their heads cut off because they no longer had contact with these extraterrestrials. Thank God. Yeah, which were supposedly the original motivators of these ridiculous, you know, uh, strategies that are being proposed. You well, know. shades of the, of the invaders, because there's an episode of the invaders where David Vincent you know, the invader chaser. Well, you yeah, yeah, saw sure. it last year, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where they, they had a factory, somehow they're going to change the atmosphere of Earth so it's more convenient yeah, for yeah, them. But yeah. people yeah, there's die. A very, it's there's the same a, thing. <laughs> yeah, and there's a quite a good episode of, of The Outer Limits, which focuses on something similar, you know, so... Uh, yeah, you know, that's really... I, I'm not going to say that I think that's exactly what's happening, because I don't know. That's uh, out of my... Uh, out of my métier. I don't. Yeah. I don't really. I can't investigate that. I can only speculate. Uh, it could be. I'm not yeah. I'm closing the door to it. But if that's the case, that is really scary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, if you look at the, if you look at the whole, you know, Green New Deal, all of the Green Revolution that's being yeah. proposed, it's it's preposterous. It simply can't work. You know, you could say, oh yeah, we're gonna, you know, nobody's gonna be able to drive a you know an internal combustion vehicle, you know, in in ten years, but the power to run all the electric vehicles still has to come from somewhere. And, you know, they've eliminated nuclear power from yeah. consideration. I mean, Germany just closed its last power nuclear power yeah. plant. I, I'm not, maybe France as well. I don't know about Japan, you know, France has more so, than Germany, I believe. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you look at this and you say, well, what, I mean, the only, the only conclusion one can come to is they basically don't want the individual person to have any, you know, um, any capacity to do anything that historically we've been able to do take away your take oh, away it's your total uh, enslavement if not yeah. well, death for most and enslavement yeah. for the others yeah that's yeah that's what yeah. it is you know if you're if your car's plugged into the grid and you do something they don't like they just flip a switch and boom your car doesn't work you know i mean it's yeah it's horrible and uh th that is certainly i think obvious to anybody who's paying the slightest bit of attention you know that it, the the proposals are simply untenable uh, for the average person. And as, as you pointed out correctly, what that means, of course, e even leaving aside this genocide and whatever else is going on, that it means that probably the vast majority of people will cease to exist because they won't be yeah. able to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, 
that's not so we don't know if dr malone's involved with that but uh... <laughs> <laughs> is he an alien I, you know, yeah, yeah, an yeah. evil one but anyway but uh, well i think i think we've uh I think we've covered think most we've of covered the ramifications that, yeah. of this. Um, at, at, with Bregan Malone, just as so many other things, there are so many pieces of the puzzle we don't have. Yeah, yeah. And I guess we get investigated or see how the, the trial develops, if, if there yeah. is one or, or what happens there. Uh, yeah, as I say, maybe it's just this, simply maybe it's just simply cautionary and that he'll drop the charges at some point. And, uh, well, he, wasn't, he didn't send them the... the documents yet whatever that's called. oh okay uh well okay. what because peter bregan was very sick he had covid for right. weeks and then for a few months he was sick i think and then so he didn't send papers but as soon as he got better he got those papers saying i'm going to sue you for 25 oh, okay well. <laughs> so he was probably hoping he would just die because that's what his masters want oh yeah if he dies of covid fine just let him die then then he's not a, then he's out of the way not calling us mass murderers anymore yeah uh, well, I guess we'll just have to await developments and see what what's yeah. what. And the problem is, there's so many things in the landscape that oh, you God, get back yes. to a theme like this every few weeks only because there's so many other things out there. Yeah. So it's anyway, but we do our best, don't we? That's right, we do, and you know, it, and we enjoy talking with each other, and we hope that you enjoy listening to us talking. <laughs> yes, <each> we, we <laughs> certainly <laughs> hope so. Yeah, we do have fun with it, despite. The direness yeah. of the subjects, you know, like aliens want to change the atmosphere to, you know, to, to suffocate us all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we can yeah. still even laugh about that until it really happens. And then I'm going to yeah. be scared. Well, talk. we probably won't uh, be around, you know, so I mean. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what their time plan is for all of this. No, I don't either. I mean, you know, we've got Agenda 2030 and a lot of these things, let's say by 2050. Uh, New York State now wants to go ahead and, and prohibit gas stoves from being put in new buildings, you know, uh, because this woman Hochul that's running our state is bonkers. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah she's well, I might live, you know, I plan to live to be 103. Oh, right. We've had that discussion. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. die, I believe, like around September 2059. So okay, I might well, see be, some of these things. Well, you'll be around <laughs> then. Yeah, you'll be around. I won't be a spring chicken, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that wishful thinking or i just have a feeling i'm going to live be very old so all right well that's good well there's certainly longevity in my family as well so well there you go so we'll be yeah. doing these podcast episodes <laughs> till we get that's to the right. ones where if three minutes in we forget what we're talking about totally which kind of happens to us now we go over these tangents <laughs> but it's not the same thing that's just our yeah. playfulness and you know <laughs> yeah i remember when the aliens came down and said that you know <laughs> they were going to change the atmosphere yep Yep. Yeah. Nobody, nobody believed him. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we'll end on that, on that humorous note. Thank you for listening. Yep. Yes. Of, thank you. Go ahead. Uh, buddy. All, all of you people out there who, along with us, are on. That's right. You, you're treading the path of Socrates. Yes. Exactly. So, <laughs> till the next time, then. Bye now, and thanks, Michelangelo. Bye. You're welcome, buddy. Always a great pleasure. Have a great day. 